Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. This is I Allegedly. And i uh, got a good one for you today because we're going to talk about economic survival and uh, what people are going to do just to get by right now. So uh, you're about to experience a lot of things that uh, I predicted that would come true and did come true, and you're going to see more and more of this. But uh, before I get into it, please take a second. Please hit the like button. Please subscribe to the channel. And uh, today we have a sponsor, Patriot Gold, plus join the email list. First things first, guys, I have to thank Don out of Georgia, who sent me this amazing shirt. Let's mix drinks. Isn't that great? And she said, the economy is crazy enough to drive us to drink. So, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Anyways, I, you know what I should do? I should do a Beyonce video one day where I just change, like, every 15 seconds I have a new shirt on from what you guys sent me, but uh, this is awesome. So, mom yoga, Saturday, but uh, one thing that we talked about on uh, the uh, channel for the last six months is how you're going to see more and more mergers happen as economic survival. The latest one that still isn't 100% approved yet is Kroger and uh, Albertsons, the grocery store chains have agreed to merge right now. Now, oh, this is going to be great, Dan. They're going to be a better store. They're going to be more cost-effective. No, it's not. This is economic survival, guys. Right now, in the world of business, especially retail, especially grocery store chains, it is dog-eat-dog survival of the fittest. The margins are absolutely upside down, and it's, it's one of the worst businesses to be in. It really is. But here's what's fascinating is that Kroger and Albertsons, a year ago in October, 10 months ago, agreed that they were going to merge. And it was, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's going to be fantastic. You guys are going to see, you know, the best service ever. Guys, it's 10 months later, it still hasn't happened. But what made local news here was they have to sell over 400 stores right now. So they're selling 413 underperforming stores and three distribution centers for $1.9 billion. Now, that's not the big deal, but they finally, in this article I found for you from the Orange County Register, was talking about how, listen, we have to compete with Walmart. Walmart and food is killing us. And these stores have to be more competitive uh, and go up against Walmart. You know, here in California, we're going to lose 66 of these stores around the state. So they haven't pinpointed and announced the exact locations yet, but it's basically the West Coast. Colorado West is where these stores are going to be sold. But Kroger, yesterday, I also found a great article where they talked about their numbers. And here's the thing that's crazy. Kroger's losing money hand over fist. Their um, sales last month or last quarter uh, were about $500 million less than they were uh, a year ago. So they've lost a ton of money, $180 million. So they did under $35 uh, uh, billion in sales, where last year they did $36.4 billion. So it is off, and Albertsons is off. But the problem with these store closures is that you need a full-service market wherever you live. You know, the convenience is great. Aldi is great. And Aldi bought a bunch of these stores, too. And another company, another wholesale company, uh, CNS. What's fascinating 
is that people need a full service store that they can go to and this is not happening right now and who gets most affected by this the poor and the elderly because they don't you know you want to be able to have your pharmacy in the store you want to be able to have the um, uh, butcher inside the store you want to be able to have the deli department and everything like that and this is not going to necessarily happen it's going to change all of this so just a matter of time guys just a matter of time until you see more companies that do this but finally 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 they admitted that it, this is economic survival and that's what you're going to see more of because the climate right now and you can sit there you can call me anything you want i don't care but what i've seen and what i've seen with clients and it doesn't matter what type of business you're in you're going to have problems with people that are out there trying to compete on a regular basis. Well, if we advertise like this, we sell this way, and everything moves forward. No, doesn't work that way. You've got to work differently. You've got to work smarter now and sell things differently. That's the only way to do this. Man, this is beautiful today out here. Look at this. Let's park that here for just a second. So, you know, again, Kroger... You know, you're starting to see the Kroger products inside the Albertsons. You're starting to see different uh, uh, signs that this is coming together. But finally, 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 this is happening. So it's going to be a matter of time until this is all done. But, you know, you're starting to see businesses that are cutting corners. And it's, it's you know, it's awful. Okay? Kaiser, the healthcare company. Kaiser um, just got fined here in California. $29 million for dumping needles, uh, chemicals, uh, bodily fluids. So basically, guys, this is a biohazard. One thing that was fascinating when I was in the medical space is that you'd have um, when I would call them trinkety companies that would develop different things. Hey, we've got a new box that you can put the needles in. You can put biohazards in and they seal up automatically. You don't have to touch anything and they're automatic. You know, like your trash can, they just take care of stuff. They wave your hand and it opens. And those companies were fascinating, but they weren't high-dollar companies. They weren't something that you're going to have three, four hundred million dollars for. One thing that was fascinating to me was there was a company that had a hernia mesh product. That when this guy described it to me, it was very cool. I sent it to the doctors and everybody to investigate. But the market cap on this product was only seventy million dollars a year. So people were like. That's not a good investment, Dan. It's really, what are we going to do? Put a million bucks into this? Half a million? And that's the, and, and it was awful. I said, well, isn't this going to revolutionize this procedure? Yeah, but it's not something that people would put money into. So these trinkety things of biohazard and bio waste is something that, ah, just deal with it. But they threw this stuff in the trash. Could you imagine your kid? Hey, my ball went in the trash can. And they're, you know, hit with needles. I mean, you could just, it's crazy to think about. But that's what's awful. So they got fined $29 million by cutting corners. And uh, one thing that's crazy about every industry, including the medical industry, that is normally impervious to economic downturns, is that they are cutting back. Every nurse, every doctor I know, everybody that works for any of these people talks about how they are just doing everything they can to cut back and not spend money the way that they used to so that includes you know biohazards isn't that awful when you think about that it's absolutely crazy so there's that
<clears throat> Another thing that's fascinating to me is uh, Spotify. Spotify is a streaming service, and you can, by the way, we're on, you know, if you guys ever want to go on Spotify, you can look up I Allegedly, and all my podcasts, all my, um, my videos are turned into podcasts, and, uh, you know, we had a company do that. It's very cool, so you can listen if you want to drive in the car and just listen to Dan uh, and not be on uh, 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 YouTube. Spotify in Sweden has a real problem where these gangs have gone out and they've recruited different rappers and different artists to promote their videos to get fake bot views. And what they do is they pay the money, they launder money and pay these people to get these extra views and then they get paid from Spotify in real cash, in normal cash. And that's the thing. If you've ever seen the show Ozark, one thing that's fascinating about that is that like Marty's whole thing is you want to take money that's illegal over here and somehow get it into your banking system. And if you can do that, then you've perfected everything because then you can go to the ATM and you can swipe and it makes illegal legal. That's what these gangs did. They were cryptocurrency gangs, drug gangs, doing all this stuff, but they used Spotify and they had an insider that was paid off by these gangs and they would have uh, bots on Telegram that would go out and they would, uh, you know, post these views and make it look like the songs were doing much better so that they could make all this money. Absolutely fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. But one thing about that is when you have somebody that's popular with music, it's like, listen to this song. Isn't it great? It makes other people in the same demographic go, oh, well, should I be listening to this? Let me check it out. And so it would make the crappy artists better as far as popularity and it would make them more money so it was absolutely fascinating that they did this so who else is going to merge guys Kroger and Albertsons but they're seeing that you know the cracks in this one thing that's fascinating is the Aldi I mean I like Aldi that store and I like a place called Grocery Outlet which is really cool but they have a lot of the closeouts and stuff that they get at discounts and and I don't use that for groceries I don't sit there and go buy you know, you know, steaks for dinner there. I buy stuff there. Does that make sense? So share your thoughts on this. What's going to happen next with the uh, merging of uh, all these different companies? Who's going to merge next? Let's talk about our sponsor, Patriot Gold Group. You know, there are so many gold companies out there. How do you know who's good and who you should go to? Well, what I do is I look at ratings and I look at customer service. And one thing that Patriot Gold has is they have been number one rated from Consumer Affairs for seven years in a row now. The advantage to this company is that they have the best customer service. You deal with owners when you contact them. They are absolutely fantastic and a great group of people. Contact them today, use the link below, or call them at 888-330-1431. Now, you may not want just gold. You may want silver, platinum, palladium. They have it all, guys. Contact them today. You know, look at everybody right now that is buying gold, all the central banks, all these banks that have warned us that there's going to be a big problem ahead. Protect yourself. Contact Patriot Gold today. They have the No Fee for Life IRA. And uh, you need to look at having precious metals in your retirement. You need to protect your money. And the best way to do that is precious metals. Call them today, 888 888- 
330-1431. Let them know that Dan from I allegedly sent you. We got a couple of warnings this week from Bank of America that should be looked at. And Michael Hartnett is their analyst at Bank of America. And if you've ever researched Michael Hartnett, he's fairly financially conservative. But he says that there's a triple threat when it comes to the economy. You've got the Fed, you've got the dollar, and you've got oil that we need to look at because this is going to be a real problem moving forward. And... Uh, when you talk about oil prices and how oil is going to continue to spike and how you're seeing the cutback in production, which is going to drive the price higher. Again, guys, you know, everybody keeps writing me, Dan, it's, gas has gone up a dollar here. Gas has gone up a dollar. It's like, yes, I know that. And it's terrible. And nobody wants to sit there and, and, and point this out. But Michael Hartnett's talking about how this is going to destroy everything. Guys, trucks, diesel, fuel, train cars, everything, you know, moves with fuel. And the problem that you have is you have it going up astronomically right now. And uh, that's going to you know, affect everything. The Fed's interest rate debacle, it's going up, guys. Don't think that they're going to lower interest rates. The people that write me and tell me that and that we're going to see houses spike, okay, guys, good luck with that. Good luck with that. The next Bank of America warning is that they anticipate that there's going to be a, uh, a strike and the private but see here's what sucks the private money and the private investor side of bank of america is warning its clients get out of auto get out of the auto companies because there's going to be a strike it's going to be unavoidable why not put that on the news why not tell us why do you have to hear it here and not unless you've got you know uh you know seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more from an investment bank it sucks it's terrible that they're telling us this now people are going to say you know no duh but here's the thing stellantis Stellantis made an offer for a price increase of wages, wage increase, 14.5%. Oh, that's a lot. Well, the United Auto Workers went 46%. And I'm like, man, oh, man, you know, again, your car will be a hundred grand. Hey, I just bought another $100,000 car. You're going to see things go to the moon. And it is unaff it's unaffordable. Life is unaffordable right now. That's the problem that you're seeing right now. So... Just a matter of time, guys, until this stuff goes through the roof and everybody accepts the fact that it's sky high. Okay? Next thing is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. This is an agency, a bureaucratic agency that was set up during Dodd-Frank, during the last economic downturn. And it was designed to help us. But what it's done is what they brag about is that it's, it's kept real estate... Um, interest low and it's helped the consumer tremendously. Well, this is funded in such a way that somebody questioned the constitutionality of this uh, agency and how they're funded and how uh, there's no oversight with these people. And basically, these laws were done and set up in such a way that, they, that we just have to, you know, accept them for what they do, which they've done some good. Don't get me wrong about that. But this is going to be heard the first couple days in October, like October 4th, this is going to the Supreme Court. And if the funding is not allowed and they have to change this, it's going to change the organization. But if they change the organization, it's going to change everything. So they say this will destroy the housing market. Okay. Now, please understand this. 
you're going to see some mythical thing, some black swan, something that's going to destroy housing that is going to be blamed on that thing. That's the thing that did this. No, the fact that interest rates have been down so much for you know basically 10 years and that the housing prices during the fact that you had free love and free money and all this stuff uh, with COVID, that it shot up through the moon and all these prices were super inflated. The builders could go build all those five-story dormitory hell holes that they have throughout every city in the country, and we're supposed to accept this is that this is all okay. But that's not the problem. That's not it, Dan. It's going to be the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, CFPB. Okay? No. Who believes that? I don't believe it. You're going to see some other type of event that's going to kill this during this time. That's what's going to happen. So real estate here, when you look at the higher end properties, you're seeing them drop in price. 100000 200000 You're starting to see noticeable cracks in uh, the castle, if you know what I mean. So it's just a matter of time until this gets worse, until it starts to, uh, to break. Now that school is back in session, people have to sell their homes. You're going to see this thing get to, uh, hey, we really need to move this to desperation mode. And, uh, you know, share your thoughts on this stuff, guys. I, you know, Bank of America, you know, gas prices are one thing. Oil prices... There's thousands, 6,000 products, Greg Manorino says, are made with uh, uh, oil. And I think it's probably more. But so much is made with oil, and oil is more expensive right now. Gas is more expensive right now. Getting things to the market is more expensive. And these markets are talking about how they just don't make enough money right now to get by. So let me know. Let me know what you think about this. We did a lap. Okay, You guys can join anytime you want. We're going sideways for a second here. I just want to tell that. Look at this shirt, guys. I've had more compliments today on this shirt. Walking through Mom Yoga in the montage. It's crazy, but there it is. Full force, guys. Crazy. So thank you, Don from Georgia. I, I always appreciate your input, but the shirt is too much. It really is. It's great. It's awesome. Do you love the predictions as much as I do? Man, oh man, I, I look forward to them. I really do. I really, really do. John Hussman is the real deal. This guy called 2000. He called 2008. And he is doing the Three Stooges backing up and saying, hey, listen, you need to get away from the S&P 500 right now. We're going to see dramatic losses in the S&P 500. And you could have over a decade of abysmal earnings because the earnings are inflated through the roof and that people need to understand how bad it's going to get. Now, okay, Kook, okay, Dan, okay, anybody else that's caused, you know, you to sit there and say, oh, is this, is this valid? This guy's predictions, and read it below, is pretty wild because he's been right about everything so far. So when these guys are right, it's like, you know, is that something you take seriously? I love stuff like this. You know, Peter Schiff's going to be right someday. Robert Kiyosaki's going to be right someday. Um, 
you know, what's his name, Michael Burry right now. That guy, you know, bet that things were going to go down and they went down. So he's making a killing right now uh, with his hedge that things are going to go south. But um, Mr. Hussman says this is the beginning of this and that you haven't seen anything yet when it comes to the stock market losses. You know, we've talked a lot about identity theft and crime and things like that. How about this one? And I love governmental agencies that say, hey, it's not us. There's nothing we can do about this. That's why that CFPB has an issue because they're talking about how they can make decisions over here. But listen, you really can't get mad at us because it's what we're doing. The state of Florida has a huge problem right now. Think about this. Like most states, like I think all states, you have to register your corporation with the state. Well, how about this? You can log into the state's registry office, and you don't have to be you. Dan has a corporation in uh, Florida. Let's pretend that I do. And you guys want to walk in there like a Wikipedia page and edit it? You can do that. Now, what the thieves are doing, which is insane, is that they're going in and editing companies' profiles and, and pages and personal information so that they can go out and get loans in the company's name. Okay? Big companies, small companies, individual. You know, there was a woman that owned a Polynesian dance company, and she had her identity stolen from these degenerates doing this and just went in there. So, again, nothing's going to protect you from this. But when they contact the state registrar's office, yeah, it's a glitch. It's one of those unfortunate things. Unfortunate things, you guys are going to get your brain sued out. Florida is going to get sued like you wouldn't believe as a result of this because... I'm telling you, if I can commit identity theft and steal and you guys could have stopped it, hello, think about that. So who else is out there? You have to look at things. I always tell people, go out and get the bills, get paper statements. Oh, what's it going to do? Unless you're the guy that sits there and reads his emails and sees that you got your visa statement, you have to protect yourself and go through everything. Go through your checking account. You know, you should check it. Basically, you should wake up and check your bank balance and make sure there were no charges on the, the account that you, don't, that you don't understand or don't know because you can immediately deal with it. What you're hearing from certain banks is you need to have a timely response as far as a, uh, you know, any identity theft or any, any uh, wrong charges. What's timely mean? What's that mean? Six months? Two months? Two days? Two hours? Let me know. It needs to be timely, guys, okay? Call me or else. Timely. Okay? It, 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 huh? Where do you draw the line with this stuff? When is it timely? So let me know about this. But the state of Florida, this is crazy. And if you guys are a Florida company, go online and make sure your data hasn't been stolen because the thieves are geniuses. They are so smart, and all they do is... is uh, Figure out ways to steal our identity, to steal things. Now, you know, as much as I love the VPN, this has nothing to do with the VPN because this is these guys. It's, it's the state registry's computer that you can go into and change the registration, change your name, change everything about it without any, you know, without any liability. One woman, when you read the story below, had it done multiple times. She'd fix it correct the information, people would go back in there and change it. And then they would add different things, and she was convinced that they were out trying to get loans in her name. So, you know, you guys all here see the infomercials, get business credit. Yeah, go get business credit, guys. Go do it. But 
the idea with this is this is going to make it super easy for these thieves to steal our identities. So protect yourself every chance you can. It's hot this morning, and uh, I like to stand in the shade every chance I get. I am going to finish this video with uh, uh, these last two stories. And uh, Barclays Bank, Barclays Bank just had two insiders step forward. This story is on uh, New York Post talking about how, hey, we're going to let go of 400 more people, you know, and uh, it's going to happen rather quickly. Now, here's the thing, guys. Yesterday, we talked about Goldman Sachs, and I had people write me after. See, it is seasonality down in the financial industry. Oh, it is the same thing at Barclays Bank, so it's seasonal. So uh, bankers just fire people this time of the year and September and October. Wrong, guys. They're not making the money that they've made in the past. They're having problems. Let's get rid of the most expensive thing right now, which is salaries and underperforming people that are not selling anything because people have no money right now. So with that, that's what you're saying. You know, the final thing is, you know, we've all had job interviews, but do you guys ever see this? There's this kind of going uh, uh, viral right now where this man says, I have a coffee cup test for a job interview where I would walk prospective candidates into our lunchroom and say, would you like a drink? Would you like a cup of coffee, juice, water, whatever? And then they would grab a cup and they would get one. They'd take it back to the interview room. Then he'd start firing off the questions. Now, at the end of the interview, what he would do is he would see if these people would take the cup back to the lunchroom or not. And the people that didn't take it back to the lunchroom didn't get hired. Now, kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know if I totally agree with this one, but just common courtesy, that's a big deal. Look at the doggy walking through. Mom yoga. Anyways, I don't know if I agree with that one. But, you know, Zappos, that company, the CEO, the guy that died, um, uh, he would do different things where he would have cab drivers on the payroll. Think about this. They'd pick you up, pick up Dan from the airport, bring him to interview, and they would. the cab driver was instructed to ask certain questions and talk about things to get you to talk. And if you were a jerk to the cab driver, if you didn't tip well, if you were uh, non-responsive, this guy worked for Zappos. You didn't get the job. He'd have people that they had, they had a couple people that were so bad, they cut the interview off early because of how rude they were to the cab driver on the way here. Would you quit asking questions? What are you talking to me for? I don't want to speak to you. So Zappos was real big on customer service before they sold to uh, Amazon. So share your thoughts on this stuff. I'm always fascinated by that, but you know, when I help people raise money or I fix problems and I do my talk with people, you can learn a lot about people just by the way that they handle things. And I have people that I've had friends, he really needs to raise money or he really needs the marketing help. He really needs uh, help with the sales team. And again, if it doesn't go well in the beginning, goodbye. I, I don't think I could ever work with this guy because he's just too bitching. So um, I could go on for an hour about that too. So don't forget to share the video. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to join the email list because it's below and one's going out this week. So... Um, Subscribe, too, while you're at it. Okay? Onward and upward, guys. I'll see you soon. If you want me, hello at iallegedly.com, uh, and I will see you guys very soon.